Well, welcome, guys. Welcome back to uh, the Code Life Cymru podcast. Croeso Maur, big welcome uh, to you all. And uh, it's 2022. This is our very first episode of the new year, January's episode. And, and this month, we're going to be talking about superheroes and what actually makes the ultimate superhero. But before we go any further, can I give a big shout out to Paul Richards, who walks back and forth to work and listens to the Code Life Cymru podcast while he's walking. It's great to hear that, Paul. We really appreciate you sharing that with us and glad that it's encouraging you. I also want to give a big shout out to Russ Hilton, who uh, responded to our shout out on Twitter today with his choices of uh, superheroes. He's chosen uh, Batman, Spider-Man, Superman, Hulk and Wonder Woman. So uh, wonder if any of those are going to come up in the show, Russ, but it's great to hear from you. And uh, uh, before we go any further, it's time to say Shemai to my great mate, John Butler. Shemai, John. Shemai, John. Tiniaun, Dioch, Ati. Yeah, yeah, doing really well and looking forward to 2022, looking forward to what that brings for us as a ministry, but also what that brings for us as as individuals, really. Uh, It's going to be hopefully good, fun, uh, a great year, Um, and hopefully we can move beyond all of that's blighted us over the last two years. I I agree with you. Uh, Optimism and um, excitement for the future definitely um at the moment is where i'm choosing to look and i'm choosing to focus not to you know belittle the the pain and the the tragedy and the trauma that we've all been through over the last few years but um i'm choosing to focus on the future and i'm choosing to focus on what is coming ahead um to get me excited and revved up for 2022 yeah i think that's exactly where i am and uh, i posted on facebook a couple of days ago uh the the, the moment when we tipped over into 150,000 um, deaths. Mm. And however you, you may feel that those are reported, 150,000 deaths is a very, very sobering figure. Yeah. And our heart and our love goes out to everyone who's experienced loss. But I think um, from a CVM Cymru perspective, we do choose to be relentlessly optimistic, don't we? That we can come out of that and... Uh, uh, that season, and uh, we're praying that um, uh, that we don't see anything like that mm. figure at any time in the future. Yes, for sure. Yeah, with you on that. And I think you're right. It's it's good to to be comforting those who have experienced loss. It's good to stand with those, you know, to weep with those who are weeping, and and not just lost loved ones, but maybe lost jobs, lost livelihoods, lost dreams, and and um, things there. But also recognizing that we've seen um that the church standing up and and men and women across this this nation doing great things during this you know situation of of trauma and through the pandemic to to serve and to show love and to show kindness and compassion and and that's something to celebrate as well and were it not for the pandemic those opportunities may not have presented themselves so it's sort of two sides of the same coin really isn't it 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 really is. And, um, you know, we were talking before we came on air, weren't we, about the, the effect that it's had on, on us and, and on our own families. And um, even if we have not experienced uh, any of our loved ones dying from COVID, um, there has been, as you say, so much loss in terms of lifestyle, in terms of income and 
and how you how you just uh, meet the needs of life mm. um, and relationships and we could go on couldn't we um, so uh, whoever you are however you're listening um, we we want to say you know whatever you've been through we do um, we do send um, our love to you and our prayers um, and on that note John mm. um, we're talking superheroes today. We are indeed. We are talking all things super. So, um, can I just before we go any further, because we have got in a in a few minutes, we've got a uh, um, a compare and contrast on our top five superheroes. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, what the uh, uh, the comparisons are and what the contrasts are, but. Uh, just before we go any further, what would you say makes the ultimate superhero? Oh, what would make? What do I say makes the ultimate superhero? Well, um, if we're talking superheroes as opposed to just heroes, the, the, what makes a superhero? You're going to have to have some sort of superpower, surely. Um, you're going to have to have some sort of special ability or talent. Uh, maybe that's determination. Uh, maybe that's uh, a superpower that comes from. I don't know, interaction with nu- nuclear, radioactive, spiders or, or other things. But generally, that what makes up uh, a special and spectacular superhero in the comic book world is one that has superpowers. Um, and so maybe for us, like I said, that could be our determination. That could be our drive, our enthusiasm. Um, you know, maybe it's we have talents or gifts that, that God has gifted us and bestowed upon us that we're, we're good at and we succeed with. And perhaps for us, those are our, our superpowers. What about you, John? Uh, before I say what I think, do you remember the T-shirt or have you seen the T-shirt that's uh, got written on the front of it? I'm Welsh. What's your superpower? I've not seen that T-shirt, but um, have you no, not no, seen no. that? I, I've not, but that that does sound. Um, <laughs> uh, I like the sound of that. That's good. <laughs> I'm well yeah, sure. I like the way you stopped yeah, there no, just before you said anything damaging. No, no, you know me, adopted Welsh, adopted <laughs> I do know proud you. Welshman. Oh, Diane. Uh, so, what is uh, what makes the ultimate superhero for me? I think it has to be a um, a flowing cape. Oh yeah. Uh, no, sorry. Um, <laughs> No, I think um, I think one of the things that uh, we were talking about earlier, and and this is going to lead into I, th- I think you sharing some more thoughts. I, I think um, it's about the ability to consistently put others mm. first and put yourself in mm. danger. Um, you you obviously, as an ultimate superhero, you have strengths and you have the you have a a given gift or skill or something that makes you super in terms of your superhero status. Um, if that <laughs> sentence even makes a, any a sense. A card-carrying superhero. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think one of the things, whether it's uh, watching a Superman movie mm. or um, Spider-Man or um, um, any other superheroes, um, is that they would put themselves yeah. in danger, not knowing particularly whether they were going to come out the other side in one piece but they were doing it because they they put others before themselves yeah that, that, that that's yeah. exactly it say yeah no i that? think i think you've hit the nail on the head um and that's kind of where i was going to go next and was going to lead our conversation next i'm glad you didn't 
stick with the fashion option of what makes a superhero is their, <laughs> no. their fashion status um, or wearing their pants. But everybody does love a good cape. Yeah, I was worried you were going to maybe refer to pants on the outside or a man in tights. I don't, I don't know. Um, but instead we went with, uh, yeah, their willingness to put others first. <laughs> sure. And I think that's it, isn't it? The, the, the greatest superheroes and the greatest superhero narratives and arcs in comics, TV and film tend to be the fact that we have a a hero who puts themselves in harm's way, that puts themselves at risk in order to save and to serve others. Uh, I read this week in the Bible, in uh, the book of Matthew, when Jesus is talking about the greatest among you, uh, the message version, um, he, he puts it like this, that um, whoever wants to be great must become a servant. Whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave. He's not talking about slavery. That's just the paraphrase uh, of that version uh, of the Bible. But um, it's Matthew 20, verse 26. Um, it says, whoever wants to be great among you must be the servant. I mean, that that's quite challenging, isn't it? That we're not, that's not it what is. culture is is used to. And actually, when we look at the superhero narratives, often the greatest superheroes have, or most superheroes, have alter egos, don't they? They have a secret identity, which is there partly, I would imagine, and we know from storylines, to protect themselves, to protect them, love their loved ones from, from attention and from the villains. But also, uh, those alter egos are there to, to protect themselves, but also because they're not trying to make a name for themselves. It's not about... Uh, for example, Peter Parker. It's not about Clark Kent. It, it's not about their um, different names. Uh, and most of them have keep their identity secret and they, they serve behind the scenes under a mask, um, under a cape, or behind a mask, I suppose, without glasses. I guess maybe there's a few exceptions like Iron Man and, you know, the Robert Downey Jr. Uh, way in which he's portrayed is there's sort of a little bit of arrogance there, perhaps. But again, mm. generally, it's about um, serving uh, and at a huge cost to themselves most superheroes there is a huge personal cost with which they they live in order to protect and to serve and to look after their their cities their communities the, the worlds in which they're based so um i think that's the ultimate thing and it's it's a bit of a challenge isn't it to us um personally as men in general but as society as well is is that our concept of being a servant serving others and that's how we become great what do you reckon yeah, I, I think the um, the servant heart is always a massive challenge. It's a biblical challenge to us. Um, um, over the over the coming months, we're going to build up and and talk about the the ultimate hero in Jesus, and and Jesus was epitomized on earth. He epitomized this this servant leadership, didn't he? But uh, I think. Um, we do want to be noticed and we do want to get credit. We do want to get recognition. And I think um, um, there's, uh, to a degree, I understand that, but we can't allow that to stop us from being um, servant-hearted. We can't allow that to, to stop us from being the kind of guys who will do what's right for other people, even if we don't know that what the outcome uh, is going to be and it always reminds me of that uh, that quote and I shared it before that victory is in the choosing not in the outcome and I think if we have ego driving mm. us then we can't live like that we can't we can't gain the victory because we've made the right choice without knowing what the outcome is um, so um, I remember when I was at school um, I I could run fast 
um, and I could hold a ball tight. So I was fairly good at playing on the wing in our school rugby team, but I was rubbish at football. I couldn't kick a ball in a straight line, to be fair. And um, play fly half. And I also, they, don't, they don't kick in a straight line generally. <laughs> they they sometimes have There's to. A bit of a curve, but. Yeah. Um, um, so, so I, I would if somebody came and said, you, "Do you want to come out and have a have a kick around with the football?" I would always say no because I knew I wasn't any good at it. Uh, whereas I was always up for playing a bit of rugby. So the the reality is, you can't live like that, can you? It's not you know, don't just don't do what what you're no good at. Um, yeah, being a superhero is all about. Uh, no matter what the outcome is, we'll do the right yeah. thing. So um, it's interesting. Yeah, and about think... doing the right thing. I, sorry, I didn't mean to speak over you, but I just wanted to come in there because <clears throat> you know you and I had spoke off off air just before we came on, and I think it's fair to say we we both have a, a keen interest and love for superheroes, for for comics and for the superhero movies. Yeah, yeah. But you know, for me, I have a bit of a a dislike, if if you if you will, for the um, the, the current trend with the villain superhero movies as it were like the anti-hero um movies oh, yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of focus maybe on the backstory of of joker or venom uh, other characters are available um and i think the reason being is that first of all those stories tend to be darker there's a lot less there's a lot less hope there's a lot less positivity mm. uh, and superheroes bring that hope don't they we, and we know that that hope is is essential um and we're talking hope in in jesus totally. at the end here but um the idea, actually, those that the super villains, if you like, they're generally in it only for themselves. They use their their powers, their uh, positions for personal gain, rather than mm. serving the needs of of others. For either taking advantage, um, you know, being in control, being rich, whatever it might be. And so, I, I tend not to be a fan of those films that focus on those characters. But I think that's the that's the difference, isn't it, between our superheroes and our super villains if you like it's that the heroes are there to serve to protect and to um look after and to see others succeed in doing well whereas the super villains are there for one thing and one thing only really D- destruction in order to get ahead of themselves or taking advantage in order to get ahead of themselves it's that kind of that selfishness versus the selflessness maybe is the the bigger battle there so here's my challenge to you, John. You're a massive, massive Star Wars fan. Yeah. If, they ne- if they now released a film that focused entirely on Darth Vader, would you not be up for that? Uh, yeah. Well, I-, I think it's possibly slightly ironic then, isn't it, that Empire Strikes Back is my favourite Star Wars film. The film in which <laughs> the bad guys win temporarily. Um, yeah. But the good thing about Darth Vader is, uh, as annoying as he was as a little kid, he comes good in the end, doesn't he? He does the right thing in the end. Uh, is he that does. There's he that does. hope. There's that act of, of selflessness in order to destroy the Emperor. Yeah. Oops, spoilers. Um, to, to save the universe or save the galaxy. Um, but yeah, fair, fair question. To be fair, if you haven't seen it, um, just talk about your spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, where have you been? <laughs> um, to be fair. Um, so I, I've got one other question just to, to tease into that a bit more. What's your view about um, superheroes in black costumes? Uh, you're obsessed with... Do you understand you're that? You're obsessed with fashion, aren't you? Are you talking about just the, <laughs> I the, 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 the colour scheme or are you talking about what happens in order for a superhero to end up wearing black? what happens yeah. for a superhero I, to end up wearing black again there are probably some 
exceptions within comic book lore, and you can correct us on Twitter if you want to at Code Life Cumbry Podcast. Um, but generally, and I'm thinking maybe mainly Spider Man Three here, for example, that we know Spider Man's suit turns black after the alien that becomes Venom sort of infects him. And if you've if you've watched Spider Man Three recently, it's the the Tobey Maguire Spider Man Three I'm referring to. Uh, that that actually. I think spells out quite well the dangers of the the black suited superhero is he becomes quite arrogant he becomes quite self obsessed um self sure he uh, demonstrates um a huge lack of integrity when it comes to relationships he um yeah doesn't look after those people who are closest to him and most important to him it all becomes about himself because of the the black suit he's wearing but i guess what that represents and what you're getting at john is is the idea of um there's a way in which superheroes can be corrupted there's a way in which superheroes perhaps can um stray from the path that they're on and the reason that they have the the powers and the abilities they have uh, and when they do things tend to go wrong things tend to not work out that good um when they're donning black suits what do you reckon john yeah, so um, uh, for everyone listening, um, I'm not as obsessed about fashion as uh, John is actually making out. Um, the, the the reason why I wanted to ask that question is because it does play into our lives, doesn't it? That we we are uh, you know we are focused on Jesus. We want to serve Him. We want to to become more and more godly in the way that we live our lives. We want to become deeply rooted in the Word, making good decisions and allowing the Holy Spirit to shape our lives. But there are moments where we end up in a black costume. Yeah. There are moments where things go pear-shaped for us. We take our eye off the ball or we stop looking towards Jesus or we start living in an opposite direction to where he is at. And and then we find ourselves in the black costume. Yeah. And uh, one of the things I, I find... Um, really encouraging is that even within the superhero uh, genre and particularly though in the bible the black suit doesn't have to be the end game does it we get there but we then turn back to what we know to be right Mm. and then we end up in in um in in clothed in the robe of righteousness nice i'm going to go to the robe of righteousness now rather than um the right colored spider-man or superman yeah outfit because the reality is it's about us knowing that we do mess up don't Mm. we Uh, and i think i think i i'm very comfortable now very comfortable now being uh, being able to say that i think i've failed in my christian life much more than i've ever succeeded and i uh, i've i've um i know that that the holy spirit has um has journeyed with me and i know that He's brought me back and I know that he's brushed me down and he's set me back on the right foot. And whilst we've got breath and whilst we've got a pulse, we have a purpose. Um, and I think that that's, that's the key to this, isn't it? So wherever you're at right now, whether you're in a nice blue and red costume or you're in a black costume, the important thing is that we keep our eyes focused on, mm. on Jesus. Yeah. Very good. I want to ask you, uh, actually, before we ask the next question, how about we do our top five um, superheroes? Let's do it. Let's do it. And let's see how in tune with each other we are okay. when it comes to our caped crusaders. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I haven't got a drum roll, no. but, um, but let's, let's go for number five. What's your number five? 
Oh, now that is tricky when you get down the lower ends, but I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with Thor. God of Thunder. Thor. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That solid okay. um, uh, hammer. Um, yeah, no. That's I, solid. That's solid. Well, he's, he's pretty, God, of Thun- God of Thunder. Uh, small G, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with him. Yeah. Okay. My number five. And I've got a feeling that this is going to break your heart. Okay. But my number five is Batman. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> he, he doesn't even feature what do you mean, oh he doesn't dear. even feature in my top five he doesn't even feature he, in, doesn't. he doesn't feature in my top ten I've got to be honest with you do you want to explain why you've got such a big deal and such a big problem with Batman well, he, wears, he wears black um, no that's not the reason why um, he, he's, he's not a superhero I hate to break it to you he's got no superpowers he, he literally has no powers at all um, in fact, if you've ever seen the um, the DC movie Justice League, um, I can't recommend it because it wasn't that great. Um, he, he's asked in that film by by the Flash, who will be featuring in my list, um, "What's your superpower?" And he replies, "I'm rich." I mean, yeah, great, great superpower. It's true though, isn't it? Bat- Batman doesn't have any powers, and that's not the only issue that I have with him as a superhero. Um, he's not he's not the greatest of examples, like. He tends to take justice into his own hands and possibly takes it a little bit too far. I'm not saying Batman films are bad at all. I'm just saying he's not the greatest example of a hero in my in my view. You can you can beat me up on Twitter later. Do you think do you think Batman is driven by anger? And if he is, mm. that's a big problem, isn't it? Yeah, I think he possibly is. It's about revenge, maybe, rather mm. than and trying to sort of undo the, or, or deal with the trauma that he suffered earlier on in his life as a character when his um, parents were, were taken from him. Um, yeah, we could talk yeah. at length, but Bam, Batman's not one of my favourites, sorry to say. But he's your, he's your number five, so that's fine. He's still featured. I, yeah, I think, I think you might be right, but he's staying at number five in my list. Okay. Um, what's your number four? Okay, so my number four is, is The Flash. Um, partly because of the the TV series that was on a few years ago, um, it's sort of, you know, any any superhero that has the name Barry has got to be given a thumbs up from me because it <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't strike you as a or strike me as a as a an obvious superhero's name. Uh, but he's super fast, and the, actually, what what I find most exhilarating about his super speed um, is that his metabolism is so fast he can eat like insane amounts of pizza and not put on any weight. I mean, that's something to aspire to, right? Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. To- absolutely. I do not have that superpower for sure. No, me, I just have to neither. look at stuff and I've got a massive belly. So uh, <laughs> um, there you go. My number four is actually Spider-Man. Ooh. Spider-Man is my number four. It's quite low down. Because, well, I'm going to look up at my wall now because um, a good friend of mine bought me a present once. <laughs> and on it, it said, with great power comes great responsibility. I like that. Very true. Um, I do like that. And he probably should be higher than number four. Um, but I got confused with uh, with a couple of the other ones that are above him. Okay. No, that's fine. That's all good. What's your number four? Uh, no, you've, you've done, done your number four. four. Number three. Number, f- number three. Yeah. Number three. I'm going to go super, super left field here. 
Um, Go on. Nah, I can't do that. Um, I was going to say Super Ted. I can't put him in my top five. <laughs> I was I was tempted to, you know, childhood right. childhood joy. I can't put him in my top five. Sorry. Okay, I'm I'm going to come. I'm going to jump in here now because this is all part of one. My number three yeah. is Super Ted. Oh, there we go. Then there we go. There I don't need Super to have Ted him. is now my number him. three. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, good yeah. shout. <laughs> He's Welsh. Okay. Yeah, I'm going across the pond then. My number three is Captain America. Oh, controversial again. It's partly because no. of, it's partly because of the films. I think they did a good job bringing Captain America to. Oh, he's to just life. he's just propaganda. Yeah, but but he goes from like being like this like kind of like scrawny little like wannabe guy who's willing to take the risk, take the plunge, uh, and then gets the superpowers, and then he he does I the got, right thing I with got, the superpowers. I've got a I've got a bit of a problem now because this this starts to sound like you're in favour of genetic modification. Oh, I'm definitely not in favour of genetic modification. It's this you... this is pure fiction, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and with all good fiction, we can choose what we like and what we don't yeah. like. Yeah, that, that, that's that would be my problem with it. It's just the whole concept of the gen, genetic modification in the background. I can't let that's that fair. one go. That's fair. Okay, what's your number? Was that your number? That was my number three. Three. Yeah. Number two. Number, number two. I'm so I'm confusing myself. No, that's fine. I? My number two is is Spider Man. Um, uh, Spider. I just think he's. I think he's great. Um, uh, you know, he can climb walls. He can swing. Um, he's got a wicked cool <laughs> suit. Um, and he's. He's. You know, generally Peter Parker, in most portrayals of Spider Man, quite rightly, is 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 young. He's not like a. An old man. Yeah. It's just the idea of um, you know trying to find his way, but trying to look out for other people whilst still in school. But uh, he's a friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. No, Spider-Man for me, and I, I say so proudly, holding my Spider-Man character encyclopedia, which my kids brought me a few years ago because of my love for Spider-Man. So I'm happy to now my colours to the masters. Spider-Man being my number two. And the thing with Spider-Man as well is, um, all for all the reasons that you've just named, he t- he does look like he has a lot of fun, doesn't he? Oh yes. Oh, to yes. be fair, he does. Yeah. Um, so uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's a good show. What's My number two. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, what's your what number you two? Gonna... My number two is a little bit controversial, um, but it does take me back to uh, to the days when life was uncomplicated, fun. I enjoyed every day. I ran home from school to watch Danger Mouse. Ah, okay, interesting. <laughs> day, day. <laughs> Danger Mouse. Isn't that Dale Boy from um, Only Fools and Horses? <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is. And who would have known? Yeah. Who, listen, listen to it. Who would have ever have guessed that when Penfold hung up his, his boots yeah. and left Danger Mouse's um, uh, secret base, secret base yeah. would then become a politician and call himself Michael Gove? Have you seen the likeness between Penfold and Michael Gove? I, I, I haven't, I'm afraid. I can't say I have, but um, right, okay. <laughs> I'll, take your word. We... I'll take your word for it. You're a man of integrity. so. <laughs> on the Twitter feed later on, we will post a photo of Michael Gove yeah. next to Penfield. Penfold. 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 Yeah. So, uh, but Danger Mouse was, okay. uh, I, and it was, was, was fantastic. Yeah. So. Number, right, number okay. one. Number one. Just, just before we do number one. I, I want to okay. say there are others that feature. I mean, we're only doing top five here. If we'd done top ten, I definitely would have given a shout out to heroes like Black Panther, um, possibly so here you got members Black of Panther. the members of the X Men. You know, yeah, go on. yeah, yeah. Black in the film Black Panther. 
right? If yeah. you go to the United Nations um, hall right at the end, yeah. it, the eagle-eyed of you will have noticed that in all of the flags going across, there is the Adraig Goch, the Welsh flag, is flying in that film. Have you ever noticed I've that? I've never noticed that. I'm going to watch that again later now, just for Watch that. it. It's on the... Uh, as you look at the screen, it's on the right-hand side of the screen. Yeah. It's there. So, uh, Black Panther, and I'm presuming that's Disney Plus, isn't it? Uh, Disney. It's a Marvel so, film, yeah. yeah. Marvel. Yeah. So, Marvel have decided that Wales, in their own right, can be members of the United Nations. Wow, there we go. I'm definitely looking at that later. Anyway, that, sorry, that was one of my outside top sorry. fives. Um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, but yeah, yeah. top one. I'm going to have to go the obvious... If we're talking superheroes, you can't have anyone number one except Superman. So for me, it's Superman, number one. And and my number one is Superman. Oh, thank goodness for that. I thought you were going to go. go. Thought you going to go somewhere else with that. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, I, I so again, as with you, I, I I really do want to say that if we'd have done more than five, there would have been some. You know, we could have got some. We could have got Banana Man in, but. Um, <laughs> uh, Okay. Uh, it was tempting. Okay. Yeah. It was tempting to put Banana Man at number one. Uh, but uh, no, Superman. And the reason why I go with Superman is because, actually, I love Man of Steel, the film Man of Steel, yeah? And I love when they're interviewing him in the interview room and, and uh, she says, um, Lois says to him, what does the S stand for on your oh, chest? Says, yeah. On my planet, it's not an S. It's the symbol for hope. hope. Yeah, I'm with you. And there's many, ah. there's many ways in which you can compare... Superman and the backstory to Superman and some of the sort of Superman narrative with with the the gospel and with um, with the story of Jesus. Um, I'm not saying yes. Jesus is Superman or Superman is Jesus, but there is a fair bit of crossover, and um, you can sort of pinpoint um, moments of the gospel, as I said, through the, the the stories of Superman. In fact, there's actually a book about it called The Gospel According to the World's Greatest Superhero. I'll give that book a little shout out there. Um, you can Google it later. The Gospel According to the World's Greatest Superhero. And it just talks you through the Superman backstory and picks out and points out the, the comparisons to Jesus and uh, the Gospels. Um, it's well worth a read. So yeah, Superman. He's got all the powers. You know, strength, he has. speed, he can fly, got laser eyes, x-ray vision, super hearing. Um, I'm sure I've missed one there. Um Oh, you got you laser done, eyes? But... Did I say I said that? I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but yeah, Man of Steel, you're right. And it's a great film, to be fair. It is. It's probably it one of absolutely. DC's best best films. Um, yeah. And and I think, as well, uh, it's it, a big shout-out to any film that displays hope as a central theme. Where do they get that from? It all comes from the gospel. Yeah, that's true. In the first place. And so, they've got Kevin uh, Costner in the film, so it's all good. There you go. Um yeah, he is a good dad, actually. He is a great dad. He does, make, Again, he does make a good... Selfless as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as we both agree that Superman is the number one superhero, and we're not arguing over that, um, I've got one final question to wrap up with. Hit me. And that is, John, what is your kryptonite? Ah, uh, um... Getting a bit serious dark, now, but dark, what is your dark kryptonite? Chocolate? No, no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, kryptonite. Yeah, it's that it's that thing that that weakens us, isn't it? That um, mm. causes damage, causes pain, maybe reduces our our focus and our ability, um, and I guess anything that that takes our our eyes off of off of the prize, our eyes off of of Jesus. Um, we talked before, didn't we? Right at the beginning about 
how choosing to to focus on the the opportunities the possibilities of the year ahead um yeah. but actually more important than that we need to keep our eyes focused on on jesus the the author and perfecter of our faith and so i would say kryptonite is anything that can take our eyes off of him off of that um that could be anything for many many of us in in different world you know different reasons a different um mediums if you like uh personally in our lives the things that that take our eyes off Jesus that could well be food for some it could be drink it could be addictions but it doesn't have to be anything maybe as as dramatic as that it could just be maybe um just just the distraction if you like I, I read an article earlier today on on um mobile phones and how much of our time our wake time is dedicated to to using and playing with with apps and things like that and again mobile phones i would say distractions are a massive kryptonite anything that takes of our focus off of of jesus our focus off of our of our um god ordained purposes and our god ordained um walk in life anything that gets in the way of that that that's kryptonite i would say mm. what, what about you my friend yeah so um obviously totally agreeing with everything that you said and actually not saying a huge amount different to that um i think as i've got older i realize that um um kryptonite is the exact opposite in my life to holiness so wherever i i know holiness is a in some ways is an old fashioned word but it's uh, how i how I interpret for holiness is is like living with a focus on Jesus mm. Christ, um, on His calling on my life, and not doing anything that will either compromise that, undermine it, or make me walk in a different direction to where the where the Lord's leading. Mm. Uh, I, in recent years, more than ever before, if I if I take my eyes off Jesus and I give myself over to sin, whether that's cheeky little sin or uh, not that there is cheeky little sin but or or, or something serious yeah. i just have this massive loss of energy and it's not down to a bad night's sleep it's not down to eating badly or, or not exercising it is like literally my eyes are not focused where they need to be and suddenly i i i lose enthusiasm i lose um i lose energy life becomes a bit rubbish um so it's not about being super religious here. It's about life generally is a lot, lot better when we keep our eyes focused on Jesus and doing anything else mm. is kryptonite. Um, so that would be where I, how I would, what I would say is my kryptonite, if that makes sense. Yeah. A lack of focus on the Lord. No, that's good. Yeah. That focus and that, um, the distractions kryptonite. Yeah. So uh, as we I wrap guess, up, actually, sorry, sorry, go on. I was just going to say, but I guess it's good to know what our kryptonite is. And maybe that's something mm. that our listeners and, and you and I can go away and just think about is, is what, what is the, 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 either the current thing, because sometimes it can be different, it, that's causing us kryptonite. Not because we want to think about that and focus on that, but when we know our enemy, then we can do something about it. And we're, we're less, less weakened to it if we know what our kryptonite is. I think it's always good to, to maybe pause and take a moment to think, what is my kryptonite? What is, what is your kryptonite? And actually, um, if you are married, ask your wife. Ask your wife, what, what are the things that you see in me that, mm. that make me less the man you want me to be and therefore less the man that God wants me to be? And if you're not married, ask your mates when you next meet up with them. And make your trust. 
I made you trust. Yeah, don't don't walk out onto the street and ask somebody you don't trust. It can be brutal if you're yeah. not careful. Yeah. Um, but uh, so let's finish on a positive note, um, John. Um, yeah. What's um, what's one thing that you do that makes you uh, that makes focusing on the Lord and being there for others around you easier? Oh wow, that's a that's a tricky question. Um, Sorry, I, I didn't give you any no, you, warning you, on that. You one didn't, at all. but that's fine because um, I can come up with an answer, no problem. Because um, you're thing, a superhero. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, my superpower is not memory recall. Um, one thing that I can do, uh, I, or one thing we can do, I would say it's it's daily Bible reading, and not just like reading for the sake of it. Even if it's just a verse or two, a chapter or a whole chunk, is is getting in the words every day. I love that that quote I've I've heard, and I can't remember who said it, but the the Bible is the only book that, as you read it, it reads you. That it does really mm. change and challenge and sharpen our, our hearts and our personalities. And so, that the greatest superpower that I think we have, or the greatest you know way in which we can keep our focus, uh, for me, is is daily reading of of the Word of God. What about you? Mm brother um clearly i want to say something slightly different to that uh not because that isn't sound it's it's obviously the key thing but uh but on top of that i think it's uh, just daily choosing choosing ways in which we can put other people before ourselves um, i i was in um pizza hut with uh my family and my in-laws uh at the back end of last week and uh we were queuing up you know the the bottomless um drinks that you can get the bottomless pepsi and that you just keep going up and refilling it as many times <laughs> as you as you want to i yeah. i'd ordered that and i was i stood in a queue waiting for my turn and uh, this boy comes a young boy probably about 12 13 uh, maybe younger than that, comes left field, uh, not to the back of the queue. He comes mm. halfway through, and mm. and I I felt myself step forward to make sure he didn't cut in. Mm-hmm. I thought I was really mature, wasn't it? A forty nine year old <laughs> just trying to make sure that you're not cut up by a twelve, yeah, eleven, twelve year old. I did, yeah. I wrestled him down to the ground, um, but then I, I I instantly, as I did that, I thought, John, what are you doing? This is like, what are you doing? So I just stepped back and I signalled for him to come in front of me and he went and he had his drink and, and got on. And I just think, I think it's about living in that kind of opposite direction that says, yeah. actually, do you know what? I, I, I'm going to do something that's just, just good to do. Um, and I might not be able to contextualise that for that boy and say, all right, now, now that I've let you have your drink, now let me tell you all about the gospel because I'm a follower of Jesus. That's not how this played out, but it was yeah. just a good thing to do. Um, and I think... It sets our heart in a place where we we're choosing to put other people before ourselves. Yeah, and that true. that is really helpful. If you do that and read your Bible and pray every day, I tell you what, you'll be astounded. Uh, we will all be astounded at um, the difference that that makes in the world around us. I've got to go. There's someone. There's, there's someone at my door. I've just got to answer the door. <laughs> Two seconds. I can't believe that. He's just gone. He's gone. He's gone to answer his door. Oh, well, while we're waiting, here's a little music to keep you happy.
Sorry, mate. Can you edit that bit out? That was um, yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 that was, uh, the delivery driver. <laughs> Absolutely no problem with that at all. So, John, it's been really good talking to you about um, superheroes and what uh, what that can mean in our own lives. Um, yeah. Have you got any um, anything final? Any final comment that you want to say? I mean, if you want to disagree with our top fives, you're welcome to do so on Twitter. Um, but also, you know, let's let's be encouraging one another to 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 be aware of what our kryptonites might be, but keep our keep our focus, keep keep serving, keep loving, keep um, being super ourselves, as we look to um, keep our eyes focused on Jesus. Brilliant, brilliant. And um, I can't add anything else to that, so I'm not going to try. Um, John, it's been fantastic. I'm now going to go and get into a pair of tights and put my pants on the outside and uh, see where that takes me. I'm going to go and watch Black Panther and try and find um, a drag cork. (laughs) Go go for it. It's there. Um, Have a great month and look forward to uh, the next episode when we're talking about real-life heroes. Have a great month, John. And you, my friend. Speak to you soon. Take care. Speak to you soon. Well, guys, that's it for this month. Thank you for listening to the Code Life Cymru podcast. We really do appreciate all the support that you give us. And it's fair to say that we couldn't do any of this without you. So please do remember to head across to our YouTube channel and subscribe to it if you haven't done so already. And please, please do consider visiting CVM org.uk forward slash donate to support us financially every penny raised in wales is used here in wales to spread the gospel thank you very much diochem fawr iawn